Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, Phil Collins didn't have to go that hard for the Tarzan soundtrack, but he did it for us. Yeah, just flat, dude. And you're like, oh, shit. Sucked him into his dry body. I am so fucked right now, dude. This has never happened before. You dude, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, my name is Chris Figueroa, a.k.a. Fig. And I'm here with my good dudes. What's up? It's Alexander. Hey, everybody. It's the other Chris. And Steve. Hey, what's up? This is Dave. All right. So we're going to do a little bit of a lightning round. And since the Snyder Cut had just released, we're all just going to go real quick and give our ratings for it. Out of 10, I would give it an 8.8. Um. If I had to do it, I, I was just going to round it up to a solid nine. I would give it a seven and a half. Solid film. I'm sitting right at a solid eight. Um, I will have to jump in and agree with Steve and say I was going to sit at a solid eight as well. Cool. So, Chris, what would you say are some things that didn't quite make it as high of a score for you? Like, what are some things you saw that you're kind of like, eh? Uh, I mean, overall, I really liked the film, and I thought the action scenes were pretty fucking dope, but there's just a lot of, like, corny dialogue at times, which Marvel films suffer from that, too. Uh, my main complaint would probably be that fucking Darkseid didn't come off as threatening at all, like, zero percent. The only time you see him, he gets his ass beat by Zeus and Ares, and then I know that Steppenwolf's super powerful, and or Steppenwolf, sorry. And he, like, you know, bows down to him the whole time. So that implies that he's extremely powerful. But it doesn't really do or show anything in the film that makes you think, like, oh, shit, this dude's fucking coming back for him. Whereas Steppenwolf was a badass. You know, he put up a dope-ass fight the whole time, so... Yeah, I don't know Darkseid and who was the other who was the other villain that he kept was that Darkseid that he kept coming up to the stone and talking to and he kind of had that raspy voice. Like general, I think, or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was Dasad. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, the Dasad raspy. is is like his right hand man. A lot of people are saying that flashback scene where they call the the history lesson of the hero of the ages. Darkseid is supposed to be younger and guess not quite as powerful as he's supposed to be now, which is also taken out by gods, too, of Earth. So that could be one reason why he was taken out so easily. But we all know from comic books and just other DC animated movies that Darkseid is the real deal and he'll, you know, fuck up the Justice League if he if he needs to. Yeah, I just thought, I mean, even though it was four hours long, it, it definitely just deep dive into the origin of each person. I think it was Barry, it was uh, what Flash and um, Cyborg that really, really hit home. Because I, I didn't know anything about Cyborg and truly seeing his powers came from that box. The, he is one of the most powerful dudes. Like if they really could do it, he is in control of everything that is that is electronic on the planet. Damn. From the get-go too, I remember sitting down to watch it and just within the first like 15 minutes, you're like, this movie is already so much better than the first one, man. And even like to touch on Cyborg, they like gave him way more layers of depth in this storyline, man, where... Yeah, you're able to see, like you said, all of his powers. Where in the first movie, it was just all kind of rushed along. Yeah, just all of the different... The way he filmed it is 100% different. Everything about it was awesome, man. But I don't know about you guys. The four hours part... I, I tried to watch the movie every time it was a work night. 
and I would just pass out and I, I still haven't fully even finished the film. Even like the badass war <laughs> scene, I was like in and out of sleep trying so hard to stay awake. And I saw Steppenwolf get like annihilated by somebody. And then I saw them like in the, in the apocalyptic part with Batman and Joker, like talking. And I remember it was like a deep talk, but I was so tired. I kept falling asleep and I'd wake <laughs> up and they were still talking. So I was like, damn, how long have they been talking for? I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to revisit it tonight, but uh, it was a great movie though. I liked everything else about it. <laughs> For yeah. all the viewers out there, uh, Dave falls asleep during every movie, so don't count that as a metric to go off of. <laughs> yeah, what you're saying, Dave, just the first, just the opening of the movie was a hundred times better than the the Josh Whedon version, where stupid Superman and his crazy looking lip and the little stupid cell phone footage and just everything about that movie. When I first saw it, I was like, "This is weird. Like, this is kind of awkward." Superman scream in, in this one, and how it just woke up the mother boxes was just super cool and so sick. how it went to um, Atlantis or how it went to Themyscira where the Amazonians live. Yeah. I have like, I know I low uh, rated it the lowest of the group and I have a lot of nitpicks for it, but it definitely is leaps and bounds better over the original. Like I thought the original was pretty horrendous and this was a, a good film, you know, one that I would watch again sometime. So cool thing is you can break it apart. I, I mean, I, when it got to like certain parts, I'd pause and I'd do something else and kind of broke up the, the movie that way. Yeah, the, uh, the, the chapters definitely helped with uh, viewing it. But it's kind of hard to imagine how he would have turned that into a re- something releasable for theaters. I think that the dawn or the age of director's cuts are always like, oh, if I was a director, I mean, if it was up to me, I'd make a three hour plus movie. But everybody's like, dude, you can't do that in theaters. It's too long. I think a movie on that scale, though, when you have something like Marvel, who is in the process of doing like Endgame and or or what was it? Infinity War and Endgame is he could have split a movie on that big of a like cinematic universe up into two films that were easily a lot of us go and sit to movies that are like almost three hours long nowadays and stuff, you know, or whatever. Two and a half hours. They could have broke it up into two movies. I'm like, feel like if directors now are like, hey, we couldn't release this movie at its original format. So they're like, all right, throw it on Netflix or HBO. We'll take it and we'll make it this long cut. To Um, your point, though, I think this could be like the trailblazer that sets that up for other films that are like, this is too long. I mean, Obi-Wan essentially is like what what were we saying, like a a trilogy in its own right. Yeah, six hours of the content. So I think we're just going to, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more of that in the future. I think a good thing too is with these characters, what Marvel is doing right now is also leading the way with how characters can be in a TV series and to not be, I mean, look at WandaVision, you look at Mandalorian, like these big characters can be in a TV series now and it'll be just as epic as if it was on the big screen. Right. Mm -hmm. I hope success in the future for dc after seeing this it really made me you know i think i was talking crap about it a little bit it's kind of like it was a breath of fresh air from the marvel universe do you guys think this opens the door now to continue off of this movie i think think with the positive fan and critic feedback uh there's a potential now because before this i think there was zero potential but they might look at it now and think that people like this and if there's a sequel people are going to spend money on it so i don't see why not yeah i said this on the last podcast i think if fans really rally up enough to be like hey we want justice league 2 or we want 
Ben Affleck back as Batman or Henry Cavill back as Superman. I feel like fans can really make that happen if they really want it, especially after the success of the Snyder Cut. Dude, uh, to loop back to what you guys were talking about, I mean, quite a bit earlier, but I really enjoyed how they fleshed out Cyborg's part in this movie a lot more. He kind of was almost one of the central parts of the film. But did his CGI kind of suck ass at times? Anyone else? Or was it just me? Like, would it be just his face sometimes in the close-ups? I'd be like, God damn. Yeah, I mean, even in the original movie that came out in 2017, his CGI, I just was never a fan of. But I definitely think it was better than it was in 2017. But it's still not very good. I almost felt that way sometimes about Steppenwolf's new armor. Yeah, it fluctuated. Like at times his armor looked really sick. Then other times it looked just kind of like it clashed with the backgrounds and stuff kind of strangely. Yeah, it stood out enough where you obviously it's CGI, but enough to where you're like, that kind of looks funny. And it's funny because as us as like the viewer, you just can notice that. And it's like I said, but is that something I feel like when they're editing and looking like you would think they would try to have try to blend it the best they could if they are going to use it, you know? So I wonder if that's something they ever look at when it's like ready to cut and they're just like, well, whatever. We tried our best. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of work. I can't imagine with CGI stuff. I was like, damn, dude, how do they do this shit? What What was uh, everyone's favorite addition then to the uh, to the Snyder Cut? For me, is probably pretty much most of the uh, Flash content. Yeah. The Flash, when they're in the, what is, they're in like in a tunnel underneath the Gotham Harbor. And you see just the building start collapsing and you see Flash, which was super cool. A lot of times we just saw Flash in slow motion, but they kept it to like the real speed of what he would look like. And he's like dodging all of like the, the falling rubble over the people. I was like, fuck, dude, that looked super cool. Yeah, dude. that part was really cool. The Speed Force and the time warp whatever he's doing at the end reversing time changing the uh the timeline yeah and it's hard to believe that they would cut uh flash's pivotal role in that spot and instead have him pushing a truck of that russian family yeah did you um i thought it was crazy i don't even remember the scene too when he went to save spider-man and he was running and he didn't make it to the cube in time so he made the cube reverse like what are you talking about spider-man Did I say Spider-Man? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. I saw your guys' faces. I saw your faces too, and I was like, wait a minute. Let me start that over. <laughs> we all know Dave didn't see the film, but did you not see the film? I was looking I at your guys' expressions like, holy shit, did this really happen? I just had a stroke. <laughs> Let me start it over. I... <laughs> Um, what I did, what I didn't realize, and maybe this happened in the first, was when the Flash was running to ignite or or put his charge to the box to to awaken Superman, that he didn't make it there in time, and that he reversed time so he could get there. Like they got to make another movie and, and focus on that. that. That changes the whole game now. Well, technically, the Flash movie is going to be the story, the Flashpoint paradox, where he does go back in the time to save his mom, and he just fucks up the future for everyone. I liked the scene where he saved the girl from the car crash and then wound up with the dogs afterwards. But something I did notice about it was the first movie, they made him come across as like a little bitch almost, dude, and like afraid of everything. And they didn't do that at all in the Snyder Cut. Like um, Flash? Uh, yeah, I remember when he like looks at Batman, he's like, I'm, I've never done this before and I'm scared. And he's like, just save one person. Go in get out. And like, they totally cut that out. Like he never acted afraid of the moment or anything like that. He was more of a like wise cracking. Eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. Like scared. I like that too. 
I liked him a lot better in the Snyder Cut, man. It was a lot better version. I don't yeah. really remember what happened in the original version. I only watched it the one time. So I, I don't know what exactly is my newest addition that I like. My favorite part of it is still uh, when they wake up Superman and he can't fucking remember who he is and he just goes to town on the Justice League. That whole scene's badass, especially when uh, Wonder Woman headbutts him and he headbutts her back and then he just picks her up and smashes her. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, dude, that was the dopest scene in it, man. So well done. And he's just floating over to Batman who's waiting to like get his ass beat essentially. <laughs> Superman's floating towards you and your Batman like I'm fucked. <laughs> it's like I don't even want to I don't even want to watch the original version. That's like the thing now where I was like should I even go back and watch it to see what the differences? I'll never watch the original version. Well, technically this is the original version. Yeah. True. True. It's like the Avatar live action movie. Like, uh, that just doesn't exist anymore to me. That's just like 2017, gone. Japan's really turned Steven into quite the deep sensei. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is the first movie. That is pretty crazy to think. Yeah, and they did a lot of setting up in the epilogue that makes you think, like, Zack Snyder was like, hey, I don't know if I'm getting more, but I'm going to set it up just in case. Here it is. So what did you guys think of Jared Leto as Joker in the, the nightmare scene? I liked it better than his entire Suicide Squad performance, for sure. It was definitely felt way more Joker, like that fucking laugh and shit. I, yeah. Who was, um, so that's Joker. They're like in an alternate dimension or something, supposedly. But who is... Timeline, I would say, than dimension. Yeah. So who's the other dude that was in on the yacht with fucking Lex Luthor, who you barely saw? It? Was that Deadshot? Yes. <laughs> okay. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Was he in the original, or did they cut that shit out, too? It was pretty much the same end credit scene. It's just the what he says to Lex is different. Because technically, this new end credit scene was setting up a solo Batman movie. So hopefully we still get that, because he's going after the Bat. Where in the 2017 end credit scene, Lex Luthor is essentially saying they want to start the Legion of Doom. Now correct me if I'm wrong, is this Deathstroke the same one from the CW's Arrowverse? Is it the same actor? Joe no. Manganiello or whatever? Yeah, that is him. Yeah, it's, it's a different actor from the CW Arrow. I just, I mean, I hope I hope DC does what Marvel did and they're going to be like, yo, you guys didn't realize, but we had all these sideshows and all these crazy characters and stuff, but we had a plan to connect all of it in the end. Hey, I um, will say the very best thing about this movie was the killings because there was like gnarly blood splats, like bodies being ripped in half. What about when uh, Batman tells yeah. Joker he's going to fucking kill him slowly? That shit was dope, dude. I, I was like, okay, I'm on board for this. Yeah, no, that was wild. I did see that part. And that was he wild. was like, and he said, believe me, I will fucking kill you. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then Joker talks about a reach around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's into that shit, man. Masochism. <laughs> but it was cool when Joker was pretty much taunting Batman about killing Robin. And he said, oh, yeah. you know, take this card as a truce. And if you want to rip it in half, we can talk about how you sent a boy wonder to do a man's job, like taunting Damn. him. Damn. I didn't get, I didn't catch that until now, until you said hey, that. I remember it? him saying that, but I didn't remember boy wonder was, I thought he was talking about Superman. Was it in the first movie though, or uh, Batman v Superman, where you had the shot of him going through where his bat suits were, and there was the one that had the shit written on it about killing Robin from mm -hmm. that was Joker. Batman versus Superman, I think. Was yeah. it? Okay. Was, yeah, from that movie. But then Batman retorted talking shit about Harley Quinn dying. That too. 
Yeah, what's his name? Jason Momoa was like, you you dressed as a bat? And he was like, yeah, 20 years. And it's just like, damn, you guys like 20 years of Ben Affleck history. Like you could yeah. go back 20 years if you wanted. But I truly think they they will, man. The way they set up Darkseid and how he said to the sod, you know, we're, we'll do this the old fashioned way, which makes me believe he's going to invade Earth, you know, find a way to get to Earth to do that. The, so, uh, the life equation or whatever. Yeah, right? the anti-life equation. The anti-life equation. Dude, shout out to both Steppenwolf and Darkseed's voice actors because they fucking killed it, man. Oh, yeah. Their voices were dope. I like how they, they're like, how do you make a villainous voice different when they all like deep, raspy, scary, you know, especially with all the other ones, too, that you can think of Marvel. and. Also, shout out to um, that extended Wonder Woman bank scene, man. That shit was sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, makes me wonder, too, why do they cut that out? It's so cool. Like her just taking out all the henchmen and then her jumping for the bomb and showing that little bit just added oh, so much dude. to that whole just scene when she was just like i didn't know she was that strong when she went up to just punch them and they just like fly against the wall mm-hmm. and what you were saying dave with it being rated r she knocked that guy he hit his head and you just saw blood yeah just flat dude and you're like oh shit dude <laughs> it was awesome. also sick uh when fucking uh, towards the, uh, when they were fighting and uh, the Flash is going super fast in the Speed Force, and then Superman just like turns his eyes and then turns his head towards him, and he, he just has that look on his face like I am so fucked right now. Dude. This has never happened before. No one's ever uh, done this. What do I do? Yeah, you're at this. That actor and that scene was the best because all it was was facial expression of him showing like this slow realization that you're. Yeah, bummed. his face was like, what the fuck. I think he's oh. slightly fast enough to still be a little faster than Superman, which is crazy. What do you guys think of the Martian Manhunter being in the movie? Oh, yeah. That was interesting. I don't know a lot about him. I thought it was cool how they used him just enough to like get you interested in him. And then so they could like pop him into a sequel and you wouldn't tot- they wouldn't have to like completely introduce him. You know what I mean? Right. Ben Affleck was at the end was just like, oh, okay, cool. See you soon, man. You know that actor was pissed because he was a part of the universe since Superman this entire time. And that was the big payoff. And you know, this movie was supposed to be revealed. And then Josh Whedon took over and didn't do that. And you know, he was like, fuck, this is supposed to be my like big moment. Actually, that end scene, uh, it was supposed to, originally supposed to be two lanterns that come and visit Batman. Or Bruce Wayne, but uh, some something with Warner Brothers saying they uh, he had to change something. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really cool seeing different lanterns fighting and stuff. Even you know, if they were to bring back Green Lantern, but but really, really build on that story of the lanterns. That was one cool line that I really liked that stuck out was when Steppenwolf was reporting back originally and he was like, there's no Kryptonians, no lanterns. And so he's like, it'll be easy. A little fun fact too, the first night I watched that movie, I thought the dude's name was Steffenheimer at one point. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my friend who I was watching. You were in a dream like, yeah, state. Steppenheimer's crazy. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Steppenwolf? I was like, God damn it. Why do I suck so bad? <laughs> dude, well, when I said Spider-Man earlier, I saw Steve's face just go completely <laughs> like weird. And in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. Too many superheroes, man. It's 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 fucking hard. <laughs> um, all in all, if you haven't seen the movie yet, fucking finish it and 
watch it again. Yeah, man. I hope with this new Snyder Cut, we get more movies in the Snyderverse. Darkseid, Legion of Doom. It's something. All right, Steve, do you want to do this movie quote game? Yeah, we got me and Fig got a couple more uh, movie games for us. Are you going to okay. do it in the in the the voice of it, or are you just going to? So I tried. I tried just. Uh, just it's impossible not to uh, try to do a little voice with it. Okay. So uh, we'll start easy. We'll start easy. This one's. This is the first one. You got to guess uh, if you can guess either the actor or the movie. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Nick, <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> Is that right? Is, is that, that right? right? Is that right? Wiggly Blonde 2. You know, he always says this. So uh, think about it. Think about all the memes. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Put some dirt in your eye. All the memes? Spider-Man 3. I never saw Spider-Man 3. Uh, I think I saw it maybe with Fig, and it was one of the movies we thought about We thought about walking out. out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, did, wow. It was pretty upsetting because I liked the first two, man. And I was really looking forward to Venom being introduced to the storyline. Which was a floppy. Topher Grace as Venom. Well, I don't understand why they did that. For a minute. For like, yeah, yeah like a couple minutes. work out. Dude, I hope Toby gets uh, redeemed for Spider-Man 3 in the MCU. Oh, yeah. He could, for sure. He will. All right, man. Next one. Here I got. Okay, this one uh, may be easy, may be difficult. All right. He says... Uh, you know, Herbert Hoover once stayed here on this floor. The vacuum guy? I think oh. I know it. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Rob That's Schneider. It. Yeah, good job. Oh, nice, bro. I knew it, but I couldn't place it, dude. Okay. That's hilarious. So the vacuum guy? <laughs> no, the president, sir. The president. <laughs> yeah. That was Rob Schneider before he joined uh, Sandler's crew, right? In SNL? Yeah, I think so. Or at least around that same time. Mm-hmm. I would right, this one. Good. Maybe it's just Fig might knows that might just get this one. You lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Oh, 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 what's that from? Is that a... Wait, wait, say it again. Easy. Lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Oh, dude, oh, it's a hook. Hook, that's the one. Oh. Good God job. Damn, I had to think about he it. Was a bu- really he, was, to- he was talking shit to uh, Rufio. Rufio. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nice. Dude, I know we've talked about Hook before on, on the pod in previous episodes, but when he remembers how to fly and he busts out of his treehouse, dude. So sick. Gets me every time. Hey, a part that gets me every time or that I always think about for whatever reason is just when Hook is fucking freaking out and losing and the big ass crocodile just falls and eats him, dude. I never I understood know, like what it. happened to him. They, exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. Did it, did it eat him? But it just, I guess it was like symbolic that it finally got him and ate him, essentially. Like sucked but. him into his dry body. <laughs> 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 I mean... I feel like there was opportunity for a joke there, but I totally this <laughs> in my head. Time's up. <laughs> I'm going to use that for one of the sound bites, man, in the beginning of the episode. Sucked him into his dry body. Yeah, for the context, um, we're talking a giant dead alligator here with a clock. It took me a while to realize it was Dustin Hoffman that played Captain Hook. Oh, yeah. yeah Forever. Mm-hmm. Did a fantastic job. Yeah. I heard a joke this week and it fucking made me laugh so hard, man. Maybe you've all seen it on social media. You never heard Timmy Turner and the Fairly Odd Parents wish for a bigger dick, so you know he was packing that meat. <laughs> <laughs> he was just tucked away with a grin like that, man. You know, dude, any young lad would wish for it. Me, <laughs> young lad. <laughs> 
already come true. Well, uh, what's other jokes then? I want to hear some more jokes. Anybody got? What What is the only species of bee that produces milk? Boobies. Ah! <laughs> Ew! Bee. My uh, third grade nephew told me that joke last week. <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, he's got great taste. I can tell you that There's, right now. Um, kid's going places. This is one that I also learned from second graders. Um, <laughs> what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Boobies. <laughs> Supplies. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty fucking funny. I'm stealing that one too. Dude, take it, bro. I stole it from fucking YouTube. So <laughs> some some like brain break for the kids. So what would you guys say is your favorite Disney? Let's we'll say cartoon, Disney cartoon movie. That's well, Aladdin. I'd have to go with Hercules, man. The Ooh. Hercules was great. Aladdin's great too as well. Classic for sure. Aladdin, Hercules, they're both good. When I was a tiny kid, I liked Dumbo. But as I got older and the new ones came out, I would say, dude, Aladdin for sure. But also Lion King was pretty sick as well when that came out. For me? Also Hercules, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> For me personally, it's got to be Tarzan because that Phil Collins soundtrack is fucking banging. That feels that soundtrack still hits right, man. It is really good. I saw a meme saying Phil Collins didn't have to go that hard for the Tarzan soundtrack, but he did it for us. But can you the not as popular or or even critically acclaimed Brother Bear? He also went hard on that soundtrack too, man. That one wasn't bad at all. Oh, I didn't even know he did that soundtrack. Yeah, Phil Collins. Big oh, curveball here, guys. Um, Fantasia. I Ooh. thought was a pr- pretty badass. Okay. I mean, okay. They were all good, but awesome. does that count as a movie? I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah it's it a does. Movie. But Great. man, that was uh, just everything. The scene with the, the mops and even the dancing mushrooms and stuff. I don't know why. Oh, we know why you like it. <laughs> you know, and then of course with the <laughs> the ending scene, man, the 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 water scene with the broom and Mickey, and how intense it gets over here's, him trying to just have him clean up some water. I thought it was just it was pretty intense. Here's another curveball where it's not considered like a classic, but it's such a fucking great movie, just a goofy movie. Oh yeah, oh, a goofy movie is great. Oh, also, yeah, an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> I did like it. It came out in junior high. We used to watch yeah. it in school. And they put it on. But it's got like a little X Games vibe to so it. So we right? can't pick a favorite one then, it seems, y'all. Yeah, we can't. Because if I had to go with another little known one that people don't always talk about, Treasure Planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you said that. You're a fanboy. We get it. You mentioned <laughs> it before on the pod. <laughs> I would say another one that a lot of people kind of don't really know about, but A Sword in the Stone, man. Do you, have you guys ever seen that one? I haven't. Great. Um, I didn't. I remember it, but I never watched it. It's about King Arthur? Yeah. It's about a sword and a stone? Okay, then I, I have seen it. I know, I know. Yeah, King Arthur as a, as a little boy in Merlin. Merlin oh, seems like he's just like... Yeah, dude, that is a fucking dope-ass movie. Sorry, I totally was blanking on that shit. Super cool movie. I keep thinking of a uh, kid in King Arthur's court. That movie was great, man. I just and remember that was the dude that was from uh, American Pie. American Pie, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the mm-hmm. Year, quite possibly one of the greatest movies of all time. I mean, it's up there for sure. He made some medieval rollerblades, which I always thought was super cool. <laughs> They're like, how can we capitalize on this kid being in Rookie of the Year? One of the biggest yeah. movies of the early 90s. Make him a baseball player who gets sucked into medieval times. 
And then uh, Black Knight came out after that, I think. Oh, or yeah. Dark. I think it was Dark Knight. <laughs> no, <laughs> was it wasn't. The Martin Lawrence one? Yeah, yeah. Dark Knight. Is, no, Dark is it, Knight's Batman. Because that's Batman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black it's Knight. Black Knight, I think, dude. <laughs> it is Black Knight. You're right. That was a funny-ass movie, dude. Martin Lawrence <laughs> at his finest. Does uh, anybody have any One's Gotta Go? So one has to go cereal edition. Cocoa Pebbles, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Fruit Loops, and Lucky Charms. One has to go. Instant Cocoa Pebbles for me, just because my family never bought that as a kid, so it's not lodged in my brain with nostalgia. Yeah, same for me. And I'm not a big fan of just straight chocolate. (gasps) You got to have the milk, bro. You guys don't even know until (laughs) you have until you finish the milk. I'm going to go Lucky Charms, man. I was never a big fan of Lucky Charms. What? That's like top th- fucking three in no order. That could be is number one. Is it just one. the marshmallows you guys like? The sugary cereal is good, too. Yeah, you gotta have it all. It's like Let's a Cheerio. Let's ask this. Who's the real monster here? Do you put uh, milk in first, then cereal? Or cereal in first, then milk? Uh, it's probably going to be me because uh, I, I don't. I eat my cereal dry. Wow. I mean, I have eaten cereal dry, like with my hands out of the bag. You pour it into a bowl. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I just can't even stay. I can't even stand milk, but uh, no, straight out of the bag. Definitely. Okay. I respect that then hundred percent. I'm with <laughs> you. The only time I ever do that is when I'm trying to make a bowl of cereal and then I go to the refrigerator and find out I don't have milk. I'm like, God, <laughs> and I can't put it back. Just start eating it. <laughs> Because uh, from, from Friday, man, Mr. Jones, he's like, what are you doing? We ain't got no milk. You better add water to that boy. <laughs> For me, man, I think I'm a little bit of a psychopath with my cereal, but I have to pour the cereal in. Then I have to pour the milk, and I try to get the milk over every part of the cereal as I pour. And then even after I pour, I dunk my cereal into the milk before I start eating it. Oh, so it all gets soggy? Yeah, you're a fucking. No, soggy. it's not soggy. That, that's like after minutes of. <laughs> you, don't, you don't do the chop, you and then you saying? chop a new part down and eat that wet part. You don't get it all wet. It just sogs out, man. Yeah, and like I, I said, I'm a psychopath. Yeah, I get it. I <laughs> we should have you fucking institutionalized. <laughs> as long as they'll give me all the lucky charms I want that I can dunk <laughs> under milk, I'm cool with that. You're gonna get like the generic, like semi-lucky. <laughs> Charm-shaped objects. Yeah. You'll be in there with a straitjacket like, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> we all know Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the number one cereal out there, guys. It is. I can't argue that it... And in Fro- Frosted Flakes is close. Ooh, yeah, I would say good. Frosted Flakes is better. There's just classic Honey Nut Cheerios. I mean, yeah, the Honey Nut that, Cheerios. I love, I love those. So those, are, those are so delicious. That makes the milk taste so bomb too, man. Just Honey Nut Cheerios. You know what's better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Peanut Butter Captain Crunch, dude. Damn. Do you want to know what's better than Peanut Butter Captain Crunch? Nothing. Licking my butthole. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cinnamon crusted butthole. (laughs) That's that's putting it nicely, I would think. Thank you. That's a compliment. Um, That doesn't sound appetizing at all. (laughs) You guys, did you guys ever fuck with... With or without milk. What are those wheat, those wheat bricks? Um, frosted wheat wheats. bricks? Frosted <laughs> wheats. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was the cereal name? That's the worst brick. advertising ever. For mm-hmm. No, those frosted... Like your, uh, uh, your wheat bricks? Frosted Wheaties? 
Frosted wheats. Those are pretty good, I thought. They're pretty like Dude, I bland. Just, I read just the the frosted half. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Try to eat those. Those dry, man. You'd be like, it's like a wicker basket. Trying to choke down some wheat bricks? Come on. You need milk for that shit. I don't care who you are, Steve. I love wheat bricks. Bricks. That sounds like a cereal from 19 fucking 20. Where's that bitch from the Golden Girls? That's her favorite cereal. All right, there was a, another one has to go to secret agents that got brought up this week. Mm. If you had to get rid of one, would you get rid of John Wick, Jason Bourne, Ethan Hunt, or James Bond? Mm. I'd say, have to go Jason Bourne. I'd say Ethan Hunt. Why would you get rid of Ethan Hunt? For me personally, I just never was really into... Uh, Mission Impossible movies, Mission Impossible. Dude, yeah. there's so many. Amazing. I, um, the last one I went to, I fell asleep in the movie theaters. But I do that a <laughs> there's lot. There's a pattern obviously. here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for the I listeners just, out there, when Dave says he falls asleep during something, just do not take that as any type of judgment. <laughs> content of what really good don't movie. go to the movies when you're ready you're like tired all right <laughs> nowadays they make it so comfortable big recliner chairs like i just fall asleep instantly i'd get rid of uh john wick really damn i just recently got into john wick i haven't even watched all the movies yet i just saw the first one and it was sick i mean but i if i had to choose i love john wick jason Bourne was dope and james bond is forever yeah, I, I would have to get rid of Jason Bourne because if I thought to myself right now, I'm going to go watch one of these movies. I think the Bourne would be the last one I would go watch. Not that it's a bad movie. I enjoyed all the Bourne movies, but true. Yeah. Watch the other ones first. Make a good point. All right. Here's one. So classic uh, action stars. So we got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, or Jean-Claude Van Damme. One's got to go. One's got to go. I'd say mm. Van Damme for me, man. Oh, no. Me too. Simply just because I didn't watch a whole lot of his movies growing up. Yeah. I echo that sentiment. I just never watched all of his movies. For whatever reason, I knew Steven was going to be a Van Damme fan. I'm a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Last Action Hero, I used to love that movie as a kid, man. So it's Stallone, too? Yeah, it's Stallone. Yeah, okay. Uh, Rambo. Rambo was another one I used to watch a lot growing up. I think I'd have to get rid of Stallone. Oh, I love Schwarzenegger and Van Damme both. Schwarzenegger would be the top of my list, though. I mean, how can you not? Get to the chopper. <laughs> I think he's uh, on all of our top lists, right? I'd have to say, right? Arnold? It is not a tumor. Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I had, that was another one of my quotes. Uh, <laughs> uh, be, uh, that one, or uh, I was going to change it to... Everybody, can everybody like come Oops. up with that Arnold Schwarzenegger quote? That they could say really quick, or will we all not? I'm the governor of California. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas, until next time. Cool, until guys. Time. Things we dig. I dug it, guys. I dig it. I'll see you next time for more digging.